0: What's up, guys? I'm Jermaine, and this is it's not that deep. So, I decided it's time to shake this podcast up a little bit. Stop looking at me because I. Can't. I'm not looking at you. Oh.
1: I'm looking
0: at the
1: Michael Kors semi-annual sale.
0: <laughs> I'm not taking that out. I'm not part. taking that out either. I already did this part. Shut up. So. On this episode of the podcast, I'd like to welcome a very special and first guest on the It's Not That Deep podcast, a person who has known me for years now, one of the strongest people I know in this world. Please welcome to the It's Not That Deep podcast, the one, the only, Naomi Nicole. Yeah, I know the
1: vibes. What's up? I'm in here. I'm in the hot seat. I'm in the hot
0: seat. (laughs) Not the hot seat.
1: I'm in the hot seat. I feel pressure. This is my first podcast. But I'm I ready.
0: Have, I have my drink prepared for this conversation.
1: I got some ice water, but you are know, naturally hyped, so it don't take too much for me. It don't take too much for me. But what's the what's the topic? What's the where yeah. are we going with
0: this? All right. So I think we're both gonna vibe with this topic and this conversation that we're gonna have. So this episode is actually called Be the Villain? Mm. Not the hero. Mm. We can all talk about our favorite superheroes, right? My favorite superhero personally is Superman because how could you be a fan of any other superhero besides Superman? I think there's a very deep emotional gap for you
1: most definitely if you're overrated. a fan
0: of any superhero besides Superman, and you cannot prove no. me wrong
1: no. Overrated. Mentally
0: ill will say what the mentally ill. Overrated.
1: Most definitely overrated.
0: How? How? He was literally sent away by his parents, neglected. Well, he was really saved for real because that whole planet was about to boom. But that's we're not here to talk about that.
1: Nobody knows that but you. Nobody knows that but you, my (laughs) guy. Nobody knows that but you. Literally, he just goes into a telephone booth, and that's all I know. But you, not you going know to history. Like, pack it
0: up. But y'all, Batman fans, will say whatever y'all can to make someone believe that just because you have money, you have superpower.
1: Do you not see his car? Do you not see his car? My guy.
0: That's, My the, only guy. Thing he has. that's the only thing he has going for him, so.
1: I'll take that over a telephone booth. Get your chicken up. <laughs> Get your chicken up. <laughs> You need hey, to up your standards. What was Batman?
0: A businessman? Trash. My
1: type of man.
0: <laughs> what type of businessman go home and see a little light outside his window that says, come save the city?
1: <laughs> I love a third shifter. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we're here to talk about being the villain. Because fuck the heroes, for real, for real, in this point in life. So I already know the answer to this. And I can't say your answer. But who's your favorite villain?
1: Megamon, Easy. Mega
0: mind. I get it. You know, I, I get that. I would have to say my favorite villain is probably either two people. Either Michael Myers, that's probably my all-time favorite villain. You Mikael. talking
1: about serial You talking about serial killers, bro. <laughs> you said villain. You said Mikael. Mikael. <laughs> Mikael, you just mentally ears.
0: ill that ain't got shit to do with a, with
1: a superhero. Or
0: the Joker. He had a reason behind being a villain. So did Michael Myers. So
1: did Megamind. What
0: What was it? He did it all for love. He was a simp.
1: You want
0: to go there? <laughs> he did it for this Roxanne. This ain't what
1: you want. <laughs> this ain't what you want, my guy. <laughs> this ain't
0: what you he want. Went, he did all that for Roxanne. But look, we're going to talk about being the villain in life in real time. Being the villain. So let me ask you, what does mm-hmm. being a villain
1: mean to you? Honestly, I'm kind of here for the be the villain and not the hero because... Like, deadass, if you sit back and you're like, okay, what is a villain to you? I just think a villain is someone who lives in their own reality. I feel like they tried to make it in society's reality, and it never made the cut. They were never accepted. You know, they never felt like they had a sense of belonging, and they felt like the outcast. If you really think about it, really look at every villain origin story. These people felt like the outcasts. It's off, Megamind, like the baby. Megamind was most definitely an outcast. He didn't even have no friends at school. He had to like, get I'm a fish. You, like, to you get know a what fish. I'm saying? I'm talking about, yeah. you know, and everybody he ever loved, like he was always made to feel like he was never enough. And so, even because he was being compared to the other little superhero or whatever. So, I feel like a villain is someone who gets sick and tired of trying to make a way through everyone else's reality that they create their own.
0: I like it. so Real (laughs) (laughs) baby. So, I look at a villain era as... Villains are really people pleasers. If you think about it, our villain origin story, a lot of us, we start off as people pleasers. People who are very giving people who Mm -hmm. like to make other people happy even if that's at the downfall of ourselves Mm -hmm. so your villain era is when you start number one you have to set assert and learn your boundaries Mm. because it's basically when us people pleasers start saying You know, I'm tired of being a doormat that you can walk over. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of, you know, doing for you, being there for you. And Mm -hmm. I, I don't get anything out of the exchange. Prioritizing yourself. I think it's defined as a villain error, to be honest, because of the reaction that you get from people. To be honest, because truthfully, a villain error when done the right way is just about As I said, setting boundaries, prioritizing yourself, that's all just healthy ways of living. But when you're someone who isn't typically used to doing that, when you're a people pleaser and you start doing those things, then you become the fucking enemy.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I think the only people who get mad about you setting boundaries are those who benefit from you not having any.
1: And I was just about to, to feed off of that, to feed off of that, I was just about to say, Like you said, what really is the villain? Because growing up and feeling like you don't have no sense of belonging, you become that people pleaser. You know, you become that people pleaser, like you said. So you constantly seeking validation and stuff. Here's what's wrong when you become a people pleaser. Right. People get used to you giving them whatever it is that they need. Because yep. you're so quick to yep. please them that you're constantly yep. doing whatever it is that they need, want, say, do. So the moment you cut that off, the moment you yep. stop doing everything that this person needs from you, now you're yep. the bad guy. Now you're the villain. Yep. But fuck yep. it. Let me be the villain. Let me be the villain. Because when you do it, it's okay. Because that's just who you are. But when I put that when I play that same game on you, now I'm the villain. So fuck it. I'm the villain. Y'all wanna y'all wanna y'all wanna frame me to be the bad guy? Me. Now I'm the bad guy
0: The enemy
1: <laughs> Cause if loving me means I gotta be the bad guy Get off your phone and in the field Round up the troops
0: And some will understand And some will get it But some won't But you gotta and watch the ones that get won't it. get it
1: The girls that get it get it And the girls that don't Fuck you Respectfully Damn. Because so because I was here for you whenever you needed it Any call any of that You call me I'm there boom You texting me I'm replying I'm that type of person to just randomly text you and hit you up just to make sure you cool. You need right. anything, I'm there. But yep. that energy is never reciprocated. So the moment I start acting the way you acted, I'm the bad guy. Okay, well then so be it. I'm the bad guy.
0: Well, hey, what Drake say? It's all fun in games until I want to play too?
1: Man, I don't know what you thought. This ain't what you want, homie.
0: Being in your villain era can really cause chaos simply by you being unbothered. But other people's bullshit, the same bullshit that used to get you out of your element, because when you focus on yourself, how can you be bothered with whatever else is going on? Mm -hmm. So that unbothered, being unbothered, you just cause so much chaos, because who is that? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Where you at? What you doing? What you up Mm -hmm. to? You been all right? (laughs) I'm the same me. Ain't nothing changed about me, except the fact that I'm prioritizing myself right now.
1: And that's what growth is Now that is growth Now that is growth, now that is evolving And you know yeah. what, the people that was Meant to be left in that last chapter Where you so call yourself being the hero The people who were meant to be left in that last chapter Those the ones who are gonna sit there and tell you Oh you acting different mm-hmm. Oh you changed Oh Jermaine you switched up I did Why, cause I'm doing to you what you do to me Baby ain't that, ain't that the point Ain't we supposed to grow
0: Anyone who truly supports your growth will understand that you won't always be the same person you are today. When you got people in your life that still are the same person they were five, one year ago, mm-hmm. control, all delete, <laughs> run, <laughs> run. I'm telling you,
1: if I, if I look the same way I did, God, please don't ever let me be the same Naomi that I was three months ago. Yeah, these people be so stagnant in life. But let me tell you, let me tell you the difference though. These people are comfortable. It's the same. It's the exact same reason why you ended up becoming the villain because these people are comfortable. They're comfortable with setting these imaginary ass expectations Amen. for you, and they became too comfortable. Yeah, get off your phone <laughs> and get in the field. Round the truth.
0: Comfort. <laughs> Comfortability should never be. <laughs> The answer.
1: <laughs> like, quit playing. And the thing is, is what's so crazy is once you start, once you start entering into this quote-unquote villain era, you're really going to start doubting yourself. You're really going to start feeling like, yep. damn, I'm the messed up person. Yep. I'm the villain. I'm the yep. bad guy. But then you got to sit back and ask yourself, what is it that's making me the bad guy? Prioritizing myself? Becoming less yeah. available for people who are never available for me? Now I'm the bad guy? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, what are signs we really? And let me tell you something, just like you said, emotional intelligence. You would think that everybody just got that, but it's, but they don't. And one thing is emotional intelligence. I feel like everything comes with its pros and cons. And let me tell you, let me tell you how let me tell you how life really did me. Let me tell you how life really threw through a brick at my forehead. Let me tell you something. What's that? Not only What's am that? I a Cancer son... I'm a Scorpion moon. I am a double water sign. And so Dang. let me tell you something.
0: My bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Real bad. Look, what?
1: <laughs> so my cancer, my cancer has got me so intact with my emotions and my Scorpion moon will never allow me to show that. So I come off. So I come off super hard body to everybody. I come off super, you know, I got this, you know, it's whatever. It's cool. Let me tell you something back home when it's just me. I'm sliding down the wall, sipping bleach.
0: (laughs) The (laughs) Drake with that playlist. With a straw, okay.
1: So, so I feel like one thing that was so important for me when I was entering to this villain era was that I had to disconnect. Key. I had to, I had to isolate because let me tell you something. I I have a toxic trait of justifying people's behaviors towards me. I always feel like, oh, it's cool, you know. They didn't mean it like that. They didn't mean it like that. Fuck that. They meant it like that. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and so the thing is, my problem is my red flags be looking real peach.
0: Traffic lights. <laughs>
1: <laughs> my red flags, they don't look red to me. So the best way that I was going to heal and the best way that I was going to grow is I had to fall back. And yeah. at first, it kind of made me feel like I said, yeah. you're going to start feeling like you in the wrong or something like that. But, but for me, it's like I had to get out of my head because I spend a lot of my misery in my head. I overthink everything. So I had to fall back. I had to yep. detach, I had to disconnect yep. And you want to know what's really crazy Life will always, life will always play right. out Because there was some friendships and relationships that I had And I never cut them off I never cut them off I simply quit being the first one to hit them up And now we don't talk
0: <laughs> imagine, that.
1: imagine that And it ain't no hard feelings, it's nothing I wish the best for them But imagine I was the first one who stopped being that hero I'm the first one who stopped being so available And I haven't talked to them in almost a year Imagine. So I feel like the first thing that yeah. I had to do in my era was disconnect, detach, disappear, isolate myself, and people gonna show you their true colors.
0: And that's just how it goes. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna speak for myself, and I say I was in my villain era way before it was called the villain era, and that was just self growth. Real what Scorpio I shit back then, but. I feel like in my world, like I talk to my therapist to just remind myself that what I'm doing is okay. It's good to prioritize yourself. It's good to create good boundaries and it's good to cut people off when they don't serve you any good. So we share a lot of great, similar opinions when it comes to the villain era. So now I got to ask you a mm-hmm. question though. What is your villain anthem? Mine is power by Kanye West. And if y'all have never heard power by Kanye West, I want you to pull up, pull up to the gym, or pull up to somewhere you' about to go into, and just—I want you just to walk into the gym playing that song. Tell me I can't go bench press a Toyota Camry in three sets of twelve. Don't do that. All right, now. That's my villain anthem because I feel like it's a song that empowers me. In um, whatever situation I listen to it when I'm going on job interviews I listen to it before I go into work I listen to it when I pull up to the gym And I walk into the gym I listen to it mm-hmm. anytime I'm reaching the tough point In my workout I, I listen to it at any point in time Where I either feel powerful Or I need to feel empowered So what's your villain era anthem?
1: Honestly Honestly y'all I'm a music head And I feel like it's very wrong for me to like label a villain anthem down to one song. I can't do it. It's not in me to do it. Just know that just know that if my energy is hype, I don't care what it is. We could be listening to Ring Around the Rosie. I'm turning up. My energy <laughs> just gotta be there. What? My energy just has to be there. I'm telling you. No, you, right you gotta now,
0: give us but you gotta give us something. Like what's your villain error anthem right now? Like what's the song you listen to on your way into the gym today? You gotta give us something.
1: Oh Best Friends, 42 Doug. Okay. It don't got nothing to do with anything I'm going through, but the energy and the hype in that song just gets me there. It just applies. Yeah.
0: I got a whole list of songs I can name, but definitely Powered by Kanye West is like the number one for me. So look, what launched your villain era? Like, what?
1: I feel like I honestly have a couple of things, though. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you like the most, I feel like my most important things is, okay, one thing that I had to do, during my little villain era, is I got rid of social media. I had to get rid of my social media because I feel like I had to step away to understand that social media is controlled content because I found myself comparing myself a lot to this world that I see on the internet, and it's very controlled. And um, the internet, it just kind of displays the highlight of everything, which is okay. That's a very beautiful thing. I love social media. But I feel like you have to really grasp that understanding before you are, you know, actively using it. So I had to get rid of social media and get real focused on myself. That was one thing that I feel like played a major role. Um, second thing that I did.
0: I respect that.
1: Yeah. And, mm-hmm. it, and it honestly did change me because by getting rid of social media, I actually started reading. And I don't read. If you, if you text me, if, you, if, the, if a text message is too long, call me. So, but it's actually a hobby that I picked up right. on. So right. And that was very uh, good for me because I got to learn through a lot of these self-love books that I was actually reading, too. So it was very beneficial for me to just uh, step away from social media for a minute. Um, The second thing that I also did was um I seen someone say that uh when you live in a busy life and you feel like everything around you is so chaotic, whatever you do every day that you get up, even if it's 30 minutes, an hour, however it is that you choose to handle your time management, The first thing you should do is give to yourself and that could be a skincare routine that can be you know anything that you choose to do for me it's the gym so that the gym is very therapeutic for me and people constantly ask me how do you stay motivated how do you, you know stay disciplined i'm gonna tell you right now i don't this is my safe haven It's very therapeutic for me and one thing that i do every day when i get up despite whatever i have going on i'm given 30 minutes minimum to myself at the gym because that's the one place where I can go and just escape reality yeah. and I feel like by doing those two things it allowed me to prioritize mm-hmm. myself and my health mm-hmm. and it's really allowing me to grow and evolve as a person
0: yeah and one thing I'll tell y'all about Naomi in all the years I've known her the gym has never been a chore
1: it's literally my drug of choice it's literally my drug of choice because I can just go and escape And and like I said before I'm a music head so music, like music, and me being in my element, that's just to me is very therapeutic. If I miss, if I miss a uh, day at the gym, if my routine is off, I'm going crazy. I'm going crazy because it's that that's my one thing I do for Naomi every day. So for me not to be able to do it, yeah. I feel like I'm giving myself to everybody but yeah. me, and that's a problem. And that's a problem.
0: Yep. Yeah. So. What's a way that you can tell somebody is bothered by you prioritizing yourself?
1: Oh, hold on. Hold on. (laughs) You don't want me because it gets real (laughs) sour real quick when you start loving on you. Real bad. Real bad. Real bad. So, first rule of thumb here. You want to notice that if people start getting mad at you for loving yourself... That's your green light to, to leave that person alone. You won't see it as... um Sometimes when people gaslight you or when people manipulate you, it's hard for you to see that what you're doing is not wrong because they mm-hmm. are making you out to be the bad guy. So you have to yep. be very, very aware when people are saying, oh, you changed or you acting different or like my issue. Oh, Naomi, you lost all this weight. Now you acting different. I've had people tell me, oh, Naomi, I knew you at your before. Now you lost all this weight. You can't hit me up no more. You know what I'm saying? Once people start hitting you with those little backhanded statements or things that they have to say and stuff like that, beware of things like that. Because that's a downfall. Because when you start going into your villain era, people are really, really going to make you feel like, and I know it sounds dumb, like, duh, it's my villain era. Ain't I supposed to be the bad guy? But it's a play on words. People are going to make you feel like while you're growing, people are going to make you feel so bad for not staying in the same place where you're at. Yep. And the fact that you chose to grow yep. and leave them where they're at, yep. people are going to try to make you feel bad. And don't let them shit on your parade. Nah. You keep going.
0: Yep. And what I've realized is it's not just the downright, oh, you're acting different or, oh, you're being funny. Sometimes... It comes in, you know, the suddenly seeing someone in the people you may know section of social media. Right. Um, that bitterness and hatred towards you for simply prioritizing yourself mm-hmm. comes in a lot of nonverbal ways that you have to watch out for. Mm-hmm. You have to read the room almost because there's a lot of subliminals that get thrown around. Mm. And you know what, though? I almost respect someone who says, oh, you're acting funny
1: mm-hmm.
0: because then I'll outright know that you don't understand what I'm going through and you probably need to be eliminated. Mm -hmm. You know, I respect you for saying that it's the subliminals that I don't vibe with those backhanded compliments, those random posts and whatever, but use those though. Don't react to them, but just take note. Mm -hmm. I think you have to be able to read a room during your villain era, because there's a lot going on all at once with yourself and everyone around you, that you have to understand the negative energy that could be holding you back. You have to identify and you gotta remove it quick. Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you're on a journey. That's it.
1: Mm-hmm. But you wanna know something? What? And this is how you really know I'm in my villain era. I kinda like you. That's how you know you're doing something right. I kinda like the backhanded compliments. I kinda like it when people say you changed up.
0: And as I be I should, like, yeah. Yup, yup, it's working. Yep.
1: I like when That's people go. say I like when people say you do not act like the old Naomi. Yeah. That's the go. Yeah. 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 I like when someone I like when someone that that took so much of me to walk away from. Mm-hmm. I love when they hit me up and say, You don't hit me up no more. And I don't Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the plan. Tapping my fingers yeah. like
1: X-mel. i I'd be like, oh Cassie, okay, everything is going according to plan. I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, but one thing I want to add to, mm-hmm. you have to be you have to be ready to lose relationships. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready to lose connections. Yep. You have to be ready to lose vices. Yep. You have to be ready to lose, you know, get out of your comfort zone. There, there's a lot of things that comes with entering into a villain era. You are stepping into a whole new chapter that requires you to leave a lot behind. And you have to be prepared for that. Cause it really, it really just takes that one thing. And then after that, it's a domino effect. Like yeah. seriously, I kid you not me and Jermaine, it was my birthday, 22nd birthday, my birthday in a couple of days too. So, you know, <laughs> 22nd birthday, me and Jermaine, we get up, we go to this barber shop. I cut off all my hair. And I'm telling you, that was the start of my villain era. After that, it was a domino effect. Cause talk to me nice. Yeah. Talk to me real nice. Right. But you grow
0: so much appreciation and admiration for yourself by making you a priority. Mm -hmm. You ever sat in a restaurant on your own Mm
1: -hmm. and been okay? No, I'm not. I'm not at that point yet. (laughs) Like, (laughs) you
0: have to become secure in your own presence, though. Mm -hmm. You have to grow comfortable being alone. You have to grow to appreciate your alone time in order to truly know who you are when around other people. Yep, that's true. You have to get to know yourself without any external influence. Now that we talked about being in that villain era, we know it's about prioritizing yourself. We know it's about knowing your boundaries, setting those boundaries, expressing and communicating clearly what exactly you need. You will know true love and acceptance and growth and belonging when you love and accept and make yourself belong within your own space. Exactly. Like, who are you? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: What makes you you? Looking back at yourself before Mm -hmm. you started this villain era and self-love journey, what's one piece of advice you would give to teenage Naomi? Damn. This is a deep question.
1: I would say, like, 100% raw. I would say that um, breathe. It's okay. Um, You're a lot further in life than what you think you are. Your feelings are valid. It's okay to be the bad guy if that's what they make you out to be. Okay. Prioritize yourself and don't cut yourself short for anyone else. The issues that I'm dealing with, the issues that uh, I have going on in my life right now, Is way deeper than all this surface level shit you keep trying to um, suppress your emotions with. Dig deeper and deal with that stuff that's on the inside. That's what's dragging you down. You're a people pleaser because you were raised to be one. You're available because you was raised to be available. Dig deeper and fix that. Fill that void. Learn to love Naomi like the love you desire from others. And that's what I would tell myself.
0: Those are a lot of wise words for young Naomi.
1: She needed me. I wish I could go back to my younger self and just hug her because nobody knows how much of a dark place you're in besides you. As much as people may want to, uh, you know, relate or be there for you, nobody knows how bad you got it beside yourself. When it's just you and it's just your thoughts and alone at night laying in your bed, that's, that's Naomi that's Jermaine, that's, that's who you are. When you don't have to put a fake smile on or do anything. So once you learn to become real with that version of you, yep. it's over.
0: There you have it. As simply and plain as it sounds, it's deep, but it's not that deep. Remember to tell yourself that everything that's happening to you is meant to happen and is going to shape you into who you're meant to be And, you know, I wish I would have had that realization earlier in my 20s. Everything I go through, everything I've been through, the good and the bad was supposed to happen. It has shaped me into who I am so far. And not everyone will know the whole story. And that's okay because you're not supposed to wear it on you. But it was necessary. Your past, people that have come and gone. Things you hold on to, things you let go, it was all meant to happen. Tough reality to face, you wouldn't be you today if you had not gone through everything you've been through. Facts. Now, Naomi, what's one piece of advice you have for the listeners?
1: Get off your phone and get in the field, round the troops. Come outside. No, nah, I'm just playing. No, nah, I'm just playing. But yeah, I feel like, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, there's a reason why you decided to tap on this. You see the title. There was a calling for some for some people to just tap on and get a sense of understanding or just kind of feel like a sense of um, you can like relate to someone. And I think it's just important, as cliche as it is, I think it's important for you to understand that your feelings are valid. What you're going through is okay. It's normal. And um you're not alone. I think you just really have to connect with the right people because you're not alone. And it's hard to not feel that way when you're going through a lot. But just remember that, um, like basically what you were saying, you're going through this for a reason. And I hate that there's nothing more than I hate to hear that. But um, I really do believe in divine timing. Understand that you don't take losses, you're going to learn everything that you're going through is a lesson. So uh, just take everything with a grain of salt and keep pushing. Because uh, it's going to pay back. It's most definitely going to pay back. But Jermaine, I want to thank you for allowing me to come on this podcast. Y'all keep in touch with me and Naomi Nicole on all platforms. And it's been real.
0: Naomi, thank you for joining me in this episode of It's Not That Deep. If you're listening out there, remember to be patient with yourself. Trust the process and be relentless when it comes to protecting you and your peace. That's it for this episode. I will talk to you guys in the next one.